Hey everyone, welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton with my mother, Evelyn Minton. Mom, how are you today? Oh, I'm just fine. I'm I'm getting over Thanksgiving and I got back to work today and I had a great lunch and uh, and I've been feeding your little puppies cookies and I'm just having a good day. It's a Monday and we're ready to start the week, aren't we, after that holiday vacation? Oh yeah, I'm ready to go back to work. You know, your voice sounds so soft today. It sounds like you're um, talking the silky alphabet. Oh, yeah, it it does it sometimes. I always make a joke and tell you that's your sexy voice. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I try to be sexy. (laughs) Usually when you've got your sexy voice on, it means you've got a little child in your lap and you're trying to be quiet. Oh, that's true. I call you a lot and you sound like you're whispering when you talk and you've got Kendall or Ben asleep in your lap. Yeah, there are always one of them in my lap uh, going to sleep because they won't, if you lay them down, they wake up. You know, on the fly, which is the way we do everything with our podcast, I had this thought about doing a podcast about the fact that God's clock directs us minute by minute just to put one foot in front of the other. What do you think about that for a topic? I think that would be great. Well, I remember I wrote about it in uh, my Blue Ridge Moments book, Volume 2, and I just thought, well, that'd be kind of a good topic. Yes, it would. You know, um, when you think about this, there's all different things that you could talk about. And, you know, you can look at the the uh, melancholy side of this. And when you get filled up with soul pain from all these different experiences, like maybe somebody passed away or you had life-changing events, you really start to realize that life was meant to be lived in just daytight compartments. Oh yeah, that's true. You just uh, you just grieve a lot, and then you realize that life has to go on, and you just have to trust in God to help you. You do, and you know you have to live hour to hour, minute to minute. Some people think about day to day, but literally, I live hour to hour. How about you, Mom? How do you live? Oh, I live hour to hour and day to day. I just don't uh, think about tomorrow until it gets here. And you're right about that. When a loved one passes away or someone experiences a divorce or some type of breakup, it feels like you're in a season of grief because it's life-altering. And all those moments teach us automatically just to learn to take one hour at a time and put one foot in front of the other. Oh, yeah, that's the way I do. I just I just think, well, God, I have to go on. And, you know, if I grieve over a death or something sometimes... I know you just have to to go on. You can't stay in that that way all the time. No, you cannot. Daddy said if you did, my father said if you stayed in a state of grief over someone and you love a lot of people, then you'll never have a life of your own because all these people are going to pass away at some point and you're just going to keep staying upset all the time. Yeah, and that's not good for your health or anything. You just got to look out for yourself and talk to God to to help you go on. That's true, Mother. It really is. And, you know, this makes me reflect on some memories. I remember when I was in college at Mercer earning my doctorate degree, um, I was in Atlanta, and I remembered that I used to plan everything. Oh, my gosh. I was in school so many years planning so many exams and rotation schedules. I mean, it really just over time, it started to get old on me and I noticed something. 
that the more experience you have with something, the easier it is to either fall in love with it deeper or you're going to do the opposite and outgrow it altogether. But it's definitely going to be one or the other. What do you think, Mom? Oh, yeah, I think that is true because uh, if you dwell on something so long and just keep on, you'll be like that if you don't stop and think what you're doing. You know, um, I want to keep going on with this, but there's just something that came to my mind just a second. When I was talking about being in a school in Atlanta and outgrowing these these things like planning everything, planning your exam, planning to study, I mean, it just wore me out. I remember one day, Mom, out of the blue, and of course, this is not planned. I was driving down the street, and I pulled into a parking lot where I was going to go into an office building. And this man, I saw a door open in his car. is a big sedan, and he fell out of his car, and his inhaler was in his hand, and it rolled across the parking lot. And I immediately ran over there, and I assessed him. I um, called 911, and then I started one-man CPR. Oh, that was just wonderful. You told me about that when you came home. That was over, man, that was a lot of years ago. I was very young, but I will tell you this. um, When I saw that happen, you don't think about anything. You just get into gear and you start doing what you need to do. And um, that right there was a very tight, day-tight compartment for me that hour. And I remember the... um, rescue squad coming. I remember there was a man named Paul that worked in the building and I saw him out in the parking lot and I yelled at him and he came and he helped me do two-man CPR. And we did that until the rescue squad got there. And I'll tell you, to this day, I don't know that man's name. He never knew mine. And I wonder, is he still living or what happened to him? Or it just makes you wonder, you know, when you go through life. But it wasn't important for him to know my name. I just wonder what happened to him. Oh, yeah. you. When you go through an experience like that, and you always wonder what happened to the person or anything that you do. Yes. And um, I remember one time I was in the mall here in town, and this was probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, but I was uh, going into the pizza place to pick up uh, dinner for the family, and I heard this woman screaming out in the hallway of the mall, So I went out there to see what was going on while they were working on my order, and this child was choking. And I just went up and just got the the child from being choked anymore. I did the Heimlich maneuver, and um, the child was big enough for that. And the mother started crying, was grabbing onto me, and I told her, I said, it's okay, your child will be fine if you want to take them to the... um, If you want to take her to the ER, get her checked out, that's a great thing to do. And she was wanting to know all this information about me. I just said, look, God bless you. Uh, I wish you all well. I know everything's going to work out great. And I went back in there and got my pizza. And I went out to the car. And I can't remember who was with me, but they I remember them saying, what took you so long in that mall? And I said, well, there was a child in there choking. They were like, only you, only you. Oh, that they thought you was kidding, didn't they? Well, I don't know if they thought I was kidding, but they thought, yeah, that's just typical. You're going to go somewhere and have to put your super cape on somewhere. But we all do. You know, Mom, we all run into these situations where the Lord has us there at a specific reason, at a specific time. And it's, it's really good that you can help somebody if you can. Oh, yes. When I worked at the hospital, there was a lot of times that 
I had to just, you know, help people and help bring them back and do CPR on them. And, oh, I just did all things like that. You know, in the past, I've had so much experience with planning things, and I just totally outgrew it. And one direct reason I outgrew planning things was when um, my sister passed away suddenly, Brenda. And then the next reason was because of the death of my father after he had suffered for 15 months with cancer. And um, all that pain from Brenda and dad passing, I just realized it always been God and me. And, you know, it was really just about God and me. And you can't rely on other people. And it just made me realize just stop trying to plan anything. So I'm not one of these people that can plan a vacation for next year. I don't ever know where I'm going or what I'm doing, and I don't even want to pretend like I can. I know some people have to do that because of their jobs. Uh, They have to plan vacations in advance, but I'm just not that kind of person. I don't even plan what I'm going to do each day. I have a daily list of tasks that I want to get done, but I don't plan, well, this has to be done or this has to be done. And if the Lord takes me in a different direction, then he gives me a different list if I need one. Oh, yeah, that that's the way you should be. You should not plan. Uh, I just live from one day to the next, and, and I don't plan for the next day, and I'll just let it take care of itself. Absolutely. And, you know, when I was talking about the deaths in our family, Mom, I really emotionally relied on you and dad and family members just as much as most people do. And it took those deaths to make me realize that no matter what, it was and always has been about God and me. And that is the reality for everybody. No one can live your life or walk in your shoes no matter how hard they try. Boy, that's true. You just got to uh, do it on your own and, and ask God to help you and don't depend on anyone else. You remember when I took Dad's shoes, um, those nice dress shoes that he wore all the time on his job sites? He was an architect, and I had um, them covered in pewter, and they're still sitting on my fireplace every single day. Oh, yes, I remember you doing that. They're so, so pretty, and I love to look at them. I do, too. You know, a lot of times we want to blame someone else for something that's gone wrong in our lives, and we want to give the credit to ourselves when things go right. And the fact of the matter is that no matter what, it's about God and you now and for eternity. Yes, it is. I just never did blame people for my mistakes. I just uh, try to correct them and just go on. This whole topic today makes me think of a Bible verse. And before I talk about it, I just have a question to, to give to the listeners of our podcast. Do you feel that learning to live in daytight compartments will prove to be an enrichment in your life. I know it has been for mine. How about you, Mom? Oh, yes, it has. This makes me think of the Bible verse in Proverbs. It's chapter 19, verse 21, and it says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. I think I should read that again. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Oh, I love that, and it is so beautiful and true. It really is. I think the best thing to do every day is just give it to God. And I'll tell you another thing. A lot of people have been very, very scared over the virus, and basically what I did the minute it was labeled and we knew what we were talking about, 
well, we still don't know exactly what we're talking about, but the minute that virus was labeled that it is a virus, um, I just immediately said, Lord, I'm giving this to you. I'm asking you to protect my family, my friends, and me, and my pups. And uh, that's the way I've approached it instead of trying to approach it with all this fear like a lot of people have done. Oh, yeah. It doesn't do you any good to get scared. And uh, you just need to ask God to to watch over your family and all the people and, and to make this virus go away. The truth of the matter is, Mom, you know, none of us know. We could have had the virus back in the summer before we knew what it was. You know, a, a lot of people were sick. I, I still couldn't tell you whether I had it or not. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know that uh, there's a lot of people that's, that was sick like that. So you never know what what it is. I know. I think I literally could have had it before it was na- labeled something. I really do. How about you? Oh, yeah, you was really sick. <laughs> now, now I'm just sick in the head. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know if I had it or not, but I know one thing. I thank God for our health. And uh, would you like to say a prayer with me before we close our podcast? Oh, yes, I would. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. It's cold outside. We thank you for the chill in the air. It reminds us who our Lord and Savior is. It reminds us that you are the almighty physician. Father, we hold everything up to you into your arms, and we ask you to protect us, take care of us, watch after all of us. And Father, we thank you for all the blessings and the miracles that you give us. We thank you for our health and our wealth and everything that we do, our careers, our knowledge. Thank you for allowing us to help other people. Thank you for the most precious gift of all, your son, Jesus Christ the perfect Prince of Peace that died on the cross, the the stripe of His blood healed us on that cross. All we have to do is believe it with just something the size of a mustard seed and everything will be okay for us. We know that you have us in your arms and you have an eternal home for us. And while we're here on this earth, Father, we ask that you keep us in your will and we want to please you every day. Our goal in life is to help other people and to help them come to know you and your son. Thank you for all that you do for us, Father. We come to you through your son, Jesus Christ, with all things. Amen. Amen. Ooh, I love those big amens. Hey, hallelujah. Mom, thank you so much for praying with me. Oh, thank you, Billy. And I love you, and God bless you, and I'll talk to you later, and bye for now. You know, before I tell you goodbye, I just want to say thanks again to all the people that listen to our podcast all over the United States and also all over the world. We have so many countries that listen to us, and uh, we're provided with all the statistics of people, uh, not names, but of course, regions around the world. And we have so many listeners, and we just started out as a mother and a daughter just having a conversation Now we're so glad that we can help people maybe with a story or some kind of life experience that we may have. My mother, Evelyn, is is so full of wisdom, and that's how I named her podcast, Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. I hope you've enjoyed it. We are in downtown Kingsport, Tennessee, and you can reach us on the phone at 423-378-6337. Also, you can visit our author website at Blue Ridge moments.com. Thank you so much for listening. 
Uh, God bless you all. Mom, God bless you. I love you and bye for now. Bye for now.